Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Do believe in Vikings, a sad addition as Minnesota lost to Philadelphia on Monday Night Football on the road, 24-7, in a pretty lifeless performance, dominated in two phases of the game. Special teams wasn't half bad. We will get into that momentarily. This is our first post-game show. We picked a doozy to do it, but we're here nevertheless. Foremost, let's start off with our sponsor, Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information from live in game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BLEAV50, believe 50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Well, the good news from Believe in Vikings, if you want to call it that, is that we are familiar with this feeling on the road Monday night. The Vikings historically for about 15 years have had problems winning games unless they're playing at Soldier Field. They've won the last two at Soldier Field. Alas, they ran into what appeared to be a buzzsaw in Jalen Hurts and they lost 24 to 7. Not much good came from the contest. Uh, Ron, I'll start with you. We're going to go for about 20 minutes tonight. Give me your raw reaction to that debacle well the first half um obviously defense on um, that first drive just they were soft as hell they couldn't get any pressure um eagles literally were getting everything and anything they wanted um the offense did struggle um a little bit to start but at least um there the implosion wasn't there but mm-hmm. to me i think the big turning point other than you know irv smith dropping that would have been a walk-in just terrible like the ball couldn't have been placed any better. Um, that would have been a huge momentum swing. But when O'Connell and I'll, I called out Zimmer when he had bad clock management, and I'll do the same for O'Connell. Why the hell are you calling a timeout when your defense can't stop them for shit? So they march down, get three points on the board. Just again, changes everything. At least if it's 21 7 going into halftime, you can look at it. All right, we get the ball, let's get a score, see what happens. And then who knows from there? Um, so, yes, the defense did turn around in the second half, probably because the Eagles, you know, coasted a little bit, let's be honest, um, because even when they needed to, they or when they wanted to, they were able to get chunk plays. Um, and why we – the coverage, will, I'll never understand it. Um, playing deep and not getting any pressure, just ridiculous. Um, I hope that's not a trend of the season. Um, and then the offense just they, – they sputtered. Um, they had nothing. Um you know, Chris Boyd, how he got caught by a punter. Um, he should have scored there. Um, Jordan <laughs> Chris Boyd's did fast it. too. Yeah. yeah. And that was so confusing. 
All we yeah. hear all off season is how fast this he guy is. is. Right. He's like and a he's top the first five one, speedy Viking. He's the first one to to run his mouth about, you know, player fans when they chirp at him. The first one to say, um, you know, to run his mind. Well, you know what? Where's your you run your mouth, run your feet. God damn it. Um, and then Hicks did everything except for lateral the ball, trying to score. Um, so the defense did hold their own special teams was pretty flawless all throughout. Um, you know, the and you know, Kirk seemed surprised when he was getting blitzed. Like, they, you know, the Eagles all of a sudden are bringing pressure and he's just throwing it up where part of me is like, all right, well, I like the fact that you're just going to close your eyes and throw it up to JJ, but then it's got to be a little bit more thought um, pre-snap into that as well. So um, first half was all defense to blame, I would say. And then second half, you know, the offense, they brought their blame to the, to the, to the game as well. No one looked <clears throat> interested from the get-go. Dalvin dropped a couple easy balls and yeah. It's Bryant, what what say you, good sir? Uh, I pretty much agree with Ron. Um, the first half, you know, it was like 14-0 when I tuned in. Then they got on the board, it was 14-7. to And then I thought it was going to be like a little momentum, you know, swing, but it, then it really wasn't, kind of died out. And then next thing I know, it was like 21-14. And like, like you said, the defense did um, kind of hold them now in the second half. And I thought that would give our offense a chance to make some plays, but they just couldn't come up with any plays. I, uh, we, so we've been doing this for five years with Kirk Cousins, and he is good for one or 1.5 turds per season. And I don't know why it had to show up in September against the Eagles on the road in his uh, naughty spot, Monday Night Football. But every year we have one of these. And I say 1.5 because he tried to have one against the Broncos in 2019, and then you know they came back. Uh, but Sally, what did, did mm-hmm. this bring your temperature back down to earth? Are we back now? <laughs> is it, it, just- did. it did look, I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm not ready to jump off a ledge. Like <laughs> these weirdos on Twitter are, it's very surprising to me. Look, like I was really high off of last week. I did hope for a better performance than we saw tonight, but I'm not surprised at all necessarily. And that just not not just because of years of trauma. It's that was going to be a tough game to win. Regardless, we talked about this last week. They're a multifaceted offense. It was going to be a much bigger challenge up front, given that they had to defend the run from Hertz and the four other freaking running backs they have um, <laughs> that that are more than capable. And um, look, we knew it was going to be tough. We knew we were going to learn a lot about this defense tonight. And we did. What we learned was it's essentially the same roster as Zimmer had last year. And maybe they're just not that good. Mm. You know, yeah, I would have liked to see different coaching adjustments as well. But I don't think it's fair to judge this team off of this one game. No, and and, you know, it is September and uh, we got a long way to go. But what will be on pins and needles now for six days is what's closer to the truth about the defense, the one against the Packers or the one against the Eagles? Because I think the game plan was built upon we're going to make Hertz throw it. And well, he got news for us. He can do that. So, right. Yeah. I mean, he's in year three and this would be the time he emerges into the next big thing if he's going to do it. And the fact that, like, yes, like, I agree. You make Hurts beat you with your his arm, but you still have to pressure him. Like, if you give any quarterback that much time to throw it, they're going to look good. And then when you have Cam Bynum, like, you know, playing, like, shit on the back end on that Quez Watkins play, like, he, like you know, Lewis Seen should have seen the field um, today, especially because um, Bynum on that and then also on the one of the Hurts um, touchdown runs where he – 
um, was going for the ball, which I guess isn't the worst thing. But he, again, it's hard to even blame him. Um, I'm not pointing him out specifically. No one looked like they were ready to play, um, especially after that first drive when there should have been pass interference because Slay held Jefferson's <laughs> arm down. There was still no response. There was still no um, throughout that first half where, you know, we got our touchdown drive, but too many drops. Johnny Munt dropped the um, – the you know even when you're trying to make a comeback so then everything gets deflated the defense and special teams doing their best to keep you in it and they so if you look at it they had their opportunities in the second half but then the offense just wasn't there but the eagles are a really good team like that my prediction from last wednesday was kind of souring the more i kind of looked at like oh i forgot they got james bradbury who was one of the best corners in the league a few years ago so you pair him with slay um you look at you know their linebacking core like i forgot that they had Kaiser white. Who's one of the best coverage linebackers in the league. Um, so on the road, Monday night was going to be tough, but I'm just disappointed at the coaching adjustments, the lack of, um, you know, when they're calling you out on the broadcast, like here's the shell, they're playing deep coverage and <laughs> everything was underneath. And without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, that's the frustrating part. The uh, Eagles do have the best offensive line in football, pound for pound, you know, by preseason ranking. So that would explain a little bit why there wasn't much pressure, but to Ron, your point, there wasn't any. <clears throat> so I think that was and their left tackle looked like he plays for the Packers looking like he gets an early start every single time. Um, <laughs> like, you know, his big six, eight, you know, McKinney's probably close stature to you in your playing days, but every single time he's pushing back and he's in his stance before the ball snapped, just like back to is every single time. Um, Dustin, do you know what the time of possession difference was? No, I can go look at it. I was going to ask BMAC question here, then I'll go look. Oh, yeah, go, go yeah, for it. Go uh, ahead, I'll look it up. How, uh, so this was a, a shitty game on all phases. Special teams, no, n- not on special teams. They actually did their part. How quickly can a team of 53 dudes put this behind them? Can it be the night of, the day after? Or how do we make sure this shit doesn't happen uh-huh. Sunday? <clears throat> they're going to watch film and they're going to, you know, they'll see their mistakes and everything. So it's basically just know not to make those same mistakes. Make adjustments. So give them. They can put this behind them by Tuesday. Well, no, tomorrow's Tuesday. They're not gonna watch them actually. <laughs> um, so by Wednesday, they gotta come in there with a clean slate and just kind of just be ready to focus on the next team. Thirty-six twenty-four was the possession. Thirty-six yeah. minutes. Yeah, and I think that even moderated in the second half when they kind of started playing their version of Zimmerball on offense, where they're right. like, yeah, who cares if we score? We're we're doing just fine. Um, I think yep. this is officially kind of the end of the O'Connell honeymoon. Now we know he's he's human, um, so we can yes. get get back to basics and figure out. But the problem is, usually you look at the schedule and be like, it's the Lions, baby. But they suddenly have this explosive offense that mm-hmm. is putting up points everywhere on these NFC East defenses. So. It's it's like uh, normally in an ordinary year we'd be like all right good we'll get our get our mind right against the lions but I swear to Christ you can't do that this time we couldn't do it last year either <laughs> so well, yeah I don't get the thinking it's a sure thing 
even well, before now, but yeah. Well, Ron said we're going to beat them and the Bears and then both of them again, remember? Even after this stinker, I'll still I'll, <laughs> I'll say we're going to beat them. Well, what's your, Sally, what's your temperature now? Because, you know, we've seen the very good and the very bad. Um, do you, we'll talk about it Wednesday too, um, after you've, we've all I mean, down. I think that the truth is that they're just somewhere in the middle. I mean, I was very excited. I mean, I, that was a little bit of a bit. But I really was. And um, but I think the truth is that they're just they're in the middle. Like they're not, they're probably not most likely not going to win the division, but their schedule's a lot easier and they're going to learn a lot. And Kevin O'Connell's going to learn a lot and they're just going to build on it. I mean, this essentially is the same roster, you know, like he's not going to come in in one offseason and completely change everything it's it's just i don't know they, they it was really disappointing to see a, a zimmer like performance as far as how the score goes and it wasn't competitive but the offense just couldn't get going and that didn't start out being kirk's fault i mean those guys i don't know what they were eating for dinner but did they go to get seafood or something crab legs cuz it was like things. Yeah, yeah, the grease, like that is what they must have had was cheese sticks because everything was just bouncing off their fingers, right? Like you can't blame that on Kirk. He made a lot of mistakes after that, but yeah, he wasn't helped out at all. I don't understand the reactions by the masses. I'm really actually kind of pissed off about it because I don't know. And yeah, like you said, Sally, like the the Eagles right now look or look have been looking like one of the best teams in the league, like based on their off season, getting the players that they got AJ Brown, um, Chauncey Gardner, Johnson, like their secondaries legit, their offensive line D line, like they are a good team. It was all hinged on Jalen hurts and his development. And clearly he's looking like, you know, he's more than just a dual threat quarterback with that can do with his legs. Uh, But if there's anything, at least like a saving grace, like one bright spot that I saw, Cam Dantzler's performance in the run game primarily like he he came up he was he didn't miss tackles Kendricks there was a play um he he looked awful like when Gate got juked out by Gainwell um like and for Kendricks being one of the best linebackers in the league that shouldn't happen but Dantzler I feel like and I don't think he gave up much in coverage other than the fact that he was playing so damn soft like there was no physical I get AJ Brown's a monster he's gonna he's gonna out physical most corners but man, like you give him seven yards to work with and I can make those throws and I can't throw the ball very far. <laughs> hey, hey, Who Brian. isn't going to struggle with this defense though? What team in or this offense, what team in this league is not going to struggle against the Eagles offense? Yeah, they're, they're, they're Honestly. difficult. Yeah. They, they have nice balance. Like obviously AJ Brown, Devonte Smith is a good secondary option. And uh, yeah, if they get protection and if Jalen hurts is, continuing to use those legs and be smart when he runs it. Um, yeah. If, if Sirianni, um, you know, continues to work like how he's been working, um, they are going to be dangerous. Brian, the Eagles drafted Jalen Rager wide receiver in 2020 and they traded him three weeks ago. He didn't request a trade. They traded him. He comes back home and they boo the shit out of him. (laughs) Why, why would the Philly, why would your hometowners do that? Just built different. (laughs) He's not there anymore, so he's not a part of them. So they, I guess, they're just like, oh well, you're, you know, with the opponent. So, like, Eagles don't like anybody than an Eagle. That must be it because I understood to an extent why Russell Wilson was booed because there was some of the chatter about you know he wanted to go to Denver, but I can't for the life of me understand why. To me, Rigger was an upstanding citizen while he was there. He wasn't very good, but he didn't force his way out. Go ahead. 
I think that's the problem is that he he didn't live up to their expectations because yeah. when he when they signed him when I was looking into him and his stats and stuff I kept coming across these Philly blogs is what it was taking me to and these people just were ripping him to shred saying he didn't even deserve a roster spot and these were before he got traded these were like in the in the off season okay. right so I think that they just have had have a lot of animosity to him for being essentially a wasted pick so a like bust. Treadwell yeah. But okay. we would never boo Treadwell, right? <laughs> you know, we, we, we celebrate when he does something cool. <laughs> right. Yeah. So like, and it I doesn't think, help. I think that's more so what it is. Okay. And, it doesn't and they've help been drinking for two days. They've been <laughs> in that parking lot since Saturday and night. Been, <laughs> and they've probably been eating shit since 2018. So, um, like, and not even joking. So, um, but it, with Rager, it probably doesn't help that when you're picked one spot ahead of Jefferson, who's looking like, you know, this absolute one of the best ever, you know, or one of the best in the, in the league right now and on pace to be one of the best ever. Um, but Brian, I got a question for you. Um, do you remember? So Jalen Rieger's dad, Monte Rieger, was a defensive lineman. Um, do, you, do your paths ever cross, cross with him in your playing days? Because. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Cause yeah, he looked like he played, he played for the Eagles looked like, but I do remember that name when um, Jalen Rieger was coming out. But um, I wonder from your perspective on some of the, especially some of the guys that you've played with who have kids or whatever now, um, do you think, because Rieger seems like he has a good head on his shoulders. Like he understands that, you know, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't him. I mean, like, yes, it was him for underperforming, but he didn't pick himself, that type of stuff. Do you think that helps having a dad who went through kind of just the whole yeah. NFL part of it um, to be like, keep you grounded? Yeah, that's somebody that you know that can relate to what you're going through and been through it already and kind of can tell you some of the things to expect. So that's like an advantage by having a, a parent or even a close sibling or somebody to kind of let you know what's going to happen, who's done it already. Okay. Well, where do we oh. go from here? What, uh, Ron, are you, are you back? Kind of, I'm, I'm back to where I was before week one, where I still think they're a good football team with that 11 and six, 10 and seven in their DNA. Sally might come down from that. We'll have to see. She, she, she reserves the right to re- revise. Remember? No, I'm, I'm sticking with it. I've, I feel like, I don't know. I'm just feel very objective about the whole thing. Like yeah. it, overreacting to it. I think is just ridiculous. I don't know. So, I mean, for me, it's when I, when I said, you know, we could be five and one going into the bye, four and two, um, this was one of the games that I had pegged as a loss. Like, you know, obviously as I get closer to it, it's like, I was going to we ask can beat them. Question. Yeah. So this was one, it was this one. And then it, it's either the saints or dolphins. Um, now it's looking more like the dolphins and the saints, especially <laughs> the neutral site. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but you know, though, like this was one that I, didn't see us winning. Um, like I saw us beating the Packers. I saw that Avenue. This is one again, preseason where I'm like, it's just going to be tough Monday night in Philly. Um, you know, all the narratives come out, but just clearly like they laid an egg. Um, they look bad. So Bryant, do you, uh, for Sunday, you get motivated for that or does this, does this take the wind out of your sails? Well, for the next game? Yeah. I mean, this was a bad loss. They look like garbage. Yeah, but I feel like even as a player, you want to have them get to the next game to kind of try to clean that slate yeah. and put this behind you. So it's like, if you really look at it, a lot of times when a team loses the next week, they kind of play play a little harder because they mm-hmm. want to get over most of them, try to get over that hump of, you know, that feeling of losing. So at least they don't have to hold this 
lost as long as they would have because it was a Monday night game. <clears throat> but um, yeah, they're gonna. I'm pretty sure you want to just get back out there and have them play another game. Ron, this is kind of like what I'm hoping this is, is like in the NBA Finals. You know, sometimes in like Game Four, one of the teams gets beat by 38, and you're like, "What the? How, how did that happen?" That's yeah. what I'm hoping this is, and it's an outlier. Because otherwise, if this is the defense I have to live with now, oh, I'm gonna die. I I got so used to having a decent defense. My God. What, well, also, in one week, in one week. Uh, yeah, no, no. Well, no. The it's culture, been a while. the culture of a good defense. It's I, been a while, so yeah. you should be out of that habit by now. Yeah, I guess I always had hope that that <laughs> Captain Zimmer would know somewhat of what he was doing on defense, and this just looked like completely aimless. But can we get over the whole narrative then? From not you guys, but from the the media and the fans of it, this was all Zimmer's fault. <laughs> Because yeah, yeah. this whole offseason, it's been, oh, this rush trade, it's culture, just Zimmer, though. it's just Zimmer. It's Zimmer who can't manage a clock. It's Zimmer who can't get them to perform in the last two minutes of a game where they collapse. It's Zimmer, Zimmer, Zimmer. I mean, can we just admit now that it's like a collaborative thing? It's not just all one person's fault. Right. Like so many people, it seems like thought that this was just like going to be a brand new team. Yeah. And again, like, so philosophically, like, You know, and normally I love the idea of, hey, we stopped them on second down. Let's call a timeout. Let's take a couple shots. But the the thing that I'm hung up on is you just watch your defense for, you know, almost 30 minutes, just not stop anyone. Like Jalen Hurts literally looked like, you know, he was just doing extended handoffs 30 yards down the field. Like everything was being completed. And you think now on on a third and six or whatever it was, that you're going to all of a sudden stop them or they're going to be like, you know what, guys, you got us on second down. We're going to take it into half as much as we can. So it, that that's what bothers me. So, yes, every coach has that. Um, but I hope that, you know, that it wasn't his arrogance thinking we need to get this righted because, um, you know, that should be for um, your halftime adjustments. So because yeah. you go in, into halftime down two scores – changes the game completely rather than three just even the mental side of it um and brian i was going to ask you like so on a monday night game as a player is there like when you get your ass kicked or like you know the score doesn't 17 points doesn't look as bad as the game did when you get your ass kicked on a monday night prime time with everyone watching fortunately there was another game on um does that change your mindset more so than a sunday game that like when you get blown out or is it um, Monday night game, you know, everybody, the whole world's watching, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, oh, and normally like people on Monday night games try to like perform well because it's like, you know, everybody's watching, like even your other colleagues, like all the other players from around and you know, people like to call you up and let you know the mistakes you made. So right. normally we try to like go out here and put your best foot forward, but I mean, I don't know. <laughs> All right, that is our snap reactions to this bad loss. Um, we'll be back in about 48 hours to unpack the Lions and hopefully have this one digested. Anything else from the group? No. See you Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, see you Wednesday. All right, school, Brian, baby. get some sleep. Yeah, Brian. Okay. Good night, right. guys. Later, guys. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts 
so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.